a mighty fancy automobile. Oh, she's a real road king, all right. Zero to 60 in 7.5. She'll do a quarter of a mile, 13.40. 390 horsepower. 500 foot-pounds of torque. Whatever that is, performance and image, that's what it's all about. There's no such thing as a stupid question. This is Drive Radio. All of your automotive questions are just one phone call away. 303-477-5600. Drive Radio is made possible by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. To find one near you, go to drive-radio.com. Now, Drive Radio on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Beautiful day out, by the way. Thank you all for listening. Live show today on the 11th of November, Veterans Day, by the way, 11-11. Myself, Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service. You're listening to him as well. Charlie Grimes, our engineer. Larry is out today. So, Larry, uh, we look forward to having you back here in the near future. Good question that just came in on an email. And, 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 Bonnie, if you're listening, I'll answer this. Using parking brakes in an older vehicle, Trailblazer 2006, what if the driveway is sloped and or icy? Great question. And, and I think for those of you, as we were talking about the parking brake use a moment ago, last hour, if you're someone that you know you're in this particular situation, you live in an area where you're going to use the parking brake more often than not, and you have a driveway that's sloped and it could be icy and you want to make sure you can set the brake, Here's what I would make sure I'm doing on that parking brake. Whoever your service provider is, in this case, Geno's with Steve here, I would want to make sure that that cable, you can lubricate and do some things to them to make sure that they do not freeze up in the winter months. As long as you're doing that proper maintenance, which is what that would be, yes, I would have no problem with you using that brake in the wintertime. Where I think folks have trouble with older vehicles using them in the winter is, A, they're rarely ever used. It's super cold out one day. They've gotten all full of water and ice and so on. They stop. They set it. They do something. It freezes, and then the parking brake gets stuck. That's typically someone that rarely uses a parking brake, and it's not been maintained. And then, yes, you could have problems. So, Bonnie, in your case, as long as that's maintained properly throughout the year, which isn't even yearly maintenance if somebody just looks at that as you head into the fall and winter months— I would have no problem with you using Spray it. Spray a little lube in there. There may, may even be a, a lube I could might even help it so it wouldn't freeze. And you but also are going to look at that look at that break. Is there any sure fraying going on on the cable? Do we need to replace those cables again? It's an O six or, or, or the shoes. Correct. The shoes are kind of depending on the model and stuff. Right. But those shoes. No, crack. that would be shoes. I think on that one. That's yeah. an O six. Yeah. And that, again, that vehicle's almost twenty years old. Not quite twenty twenty four. So it's eighteen nineteen years old. Yeah, at that point, we want to make sure that everything's up to speed, nothing's frayed on the cables, all of the adjusters are working properly, even the e-brake assembly under the dash is all lubed up and working properly. You know, we want to look at everything, and as long as all that's good to go, sure, use it. I'd have no problem with that. This, again, Steve, comes just back down to proper maintenance. Yeah, and I think, you know, communication. We talked about that, you know, uh, uh, letting us know on the front side. We, We, you know... Honestly, we're not going to check the cables that often. It's not a not a thing that we do. Most people aren't using them. Yeah, so people aren't using them. But if you tell me and you say, "Hey, I want you to just make sure that's functioning properly," I'm, I'm somebody. That's, I'm somebody that's going to be using this. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me. I, I'll do it. Yep. And again, so Bonnie, if you're still listening, let me know if you are. By the way, 
I won't I won't email you back if that's the case. Uh, yeah, I, I, for those types of individuals, I would have no problem with you uh, with you using uh, emergency parking brakes. They're not even e brakes anymore. It's yeah. a called a parking brake for a reason. Uh, yeah, do I have any problem with you using a parking brake in that case? No, not at all. Okay, one other thing I wanted to cover today. Somebody actually texted me on this earlier this week as well. As a reminder, breaking the winter driving laws in Colorado can result, can, not always, but can result in a $600 plus fine. And I had a conversation with somebody earlier this week asking, okay, I'm at the tire store. I'm getting ready to buy tires. This is what they're telling me. Are they accurate or not? So I want to give you the rules in Colorado for how this works. So for all of you listening, especially some of you that just may moved into our state, here's how this works. This is a, a uh, article that I pulled off of newsbreak.com, but I, this is literally just taking the law. Run a road should meet at least one of the following, following requirements should they get caught in winter weather. Remember, if the state's traction law goes into effect, and by the way, you'll know this, the signs will say it's illegal to travel if a vehicle isn't utilizing at least one of the following options. Four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive vehicles must have at least 3 inch tread depth. Tires with mud and snow designations also must have 3 16 tread depth. Winter tires, which have the snowflake on them, the mountain or snowflake icon, have to have 3 16 tread depth. Tires with an all-weather rating have to have at least 3 16 tread depth, or you have to have chains or an approved alternative traction device so in other words if and and this is the way it works if you don't have all-wheel drive or four-wheel drive you have to have some sort of chain that's the rule when that law is in effect so those laws can be activated or deactivated intermittently as weather permits you have to be careful and watch that and i would recommend that if you're somebody that travels to the high country quite often download the c dot colorado department of transportation app yes they have an app Download it, double-check, and it will tell you when and where you're going as to what laws are in effect. Now, 316 is quite a bit. That's probably, in most cases, Steve, close to half tread. I was going to say, yeah, that's a lot. Because most, most tires will come with anywhere between 7 and 9 sixteenths, roughly. And uh, we're, we're recommending, depth. what are we recommending, tires at, like, Three or four thirty sec- five thirty seconds you, to replace. The, the old three. law used to be two. You couldn't even pass an inspection with it, if it got so, below two. So yeah, we're we're telling people tires three thirty seconds or uh, how many sixteenths? I got to do the math, but whatever that. But uh, or three sixteenths. That's that's a lot. It's a pretty th- that tire's got to be in really really good shape. Yeah, what, we're saying, what I'm trying to say. Your point being, and as I said a moment ago, these are tires that are close to half tread depth. And they, by the way, they make, and most shops, especially all of our shops, will measure those tires for you and tell you. But you can pick up a tread depth gauge at Napa, for example, and you could measure this yourself, and it will literally tell you how much tread is on the tire. And, and here's the issue. If, you're, if you have a problem and you didn't do this correctly and you've all of a sudden caused a huge traffic jam, that's when the fines start. And they start... 
in that $600 or so range, and they can go up from there. So those of you, again, that are new to Colorado, these are certain things that we do in Colorado. They are a $132 fine plus a surcharge if a driver is caught breaking the laws, a $656 fine plus surcharge if breaking the rule results in a closure of one or more traffic lanes. Not even the road, but a lane. So if you're somebody that's, that's clogging a lane up, Going up over the pass, for example, and you don't have all of this dialed in, you could see a $656 fine, and yes, they've given those out. That's probably half the cost. Yeah, some cases, not the full cost, but in most cases, that's half the cost of tires. Yeah. That's 656 that, is, that is buy, my point. That buys you two. Most tires are a couple hundred bucks a pop. Yeah. That buys, yeah. So I might yeah. buy three tires. Maybe three, yeah. Bottom line, you don't want that fine. You're better off buying tires. And as we've said before even, I know this doesn't work for everyone because not everybody has the ability to store them. But if you're getting to where your tires are below that 3 sixteenths, doesn't mean they need replaced for summer, by the way. You could theoretically run those tires through the summer months. So if you're getting close, take them off. If you've got the storage space, store the old tires. They'll, most of the tire places will bag those up even. So even if you don't have a place in the house or something, okay, bag them up, go put them out behind the house, you know, b- bottom of the porch, attic, wherever. You know, There's all sorts of places you could store those and save those and then put those on, I don't know, beginning of next May and run them all next summer. It's not like you're wasting them at that point. You've got some labor in the change of them because you're not likely going to have an extra set of wheels. Uh, but, yeah, you could run those again and run them out next summer and handle that as well. So, again, those are ways to handle things. Point being, make sure you know the traction laws. You can look these up, by the way, on our own Colorado Department of Transportation's website. This was a law that was passed, I want to say, Steve, about four years ago it, or so, I want to say. It's been around a while, yeah. been a little it's while now. It's a good now. thing, though. I don't mind it at all, folks. And sometimes, just so you all know, this traction law can be made in town as well. It's not just going up the pass. Sometimes they will enact this even in town, driving down I-70, I-25, etc. Santa Fe or something. Even. Correct. So really? I didn't know they would do still that still have that same issue in town. So most of it's going to be going up and over a pass or in the mountains, but it can also apply down here. So again, read the CDOT website, follow what it is. And if there's ever a, a question as to what's going on on a particular day, usually the news will tell you or will even tell you here, but you can always go to the CDOT website or the app and it will tell you when a certain thing is enforced or not statewide. Because sometimes what's going on up there is not the same as down here or vice versa. So just just to make note of that, somebody asked me that during the week as to what tires to buy. And that's something else we'll talk about when we come back. I was going to do this last week and didn't get a chance to. What tires do you buy? Hmm. We'll talk about that as well. So questions, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Whether it's 2 in the afternoon or 2 in the morning, if your vehicle breaks down, it's good to have a reliable business you can call. Like our Napa Auto Care Center. We provide roadside assistance service 24-7 to make sure our valued customers get the help they need as soon as possible. So if you ever need assistance, our Napa Auto Care Center is the best phone call you can make. Just call. We'll be there to help. Find your nearest location at NapaOnline.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. 
While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Are you in the market for a reliable car that won't break the bank? Drive Radio sponsor, Ridgeline Auto Brokers specializes in quality used cars that cost between fifteen dollars to $25,000, making them a great option for first-time drivers or anyone looking for a good deal. They pride themselves on providing a transparent and hassle-free car buying experience. That's why at Ridgeline, they never charge a dealer fee. Plus, all vehicles are inspected by Legacy Automotive, a Colorado Select member and sponsor of Drive Radio. For a limited time, they are offering first-time customers the first oil change for only $1. Every car comes with a 30-day warranty, with the option to purchase a service contract. And at Ridgeline Auto Brokers, there are competitive financing options to fit your budget. If you cannot make it to the dealership in person, there are videos of all Ridgeline cars for sale on their website at RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Call today at 303-442-4141 to schedule a test drive or visit RidgelineAutobrokers.com. Ridgeline Auto Brokers, the smartest way to buy a car. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us, by the way. I do appreciate it very much. And I had a couple of text messages in, and some of the, most of these I was able to answer back. Bonnie, thank you for that. I know you were listening as well. Somebody said the traction law happened on I-25 during that big snow we had March of 2021 here in town. Thank oh, you for it? the reminder. So, yes, that is correct. Somebody also asked, do I carry chains in my truck? No, I do not. Reason is... If it's snowing that badly, I'm in a plow truck Plowing. <laughs> helping my boys, and I'm not out doing anything that I would necessarily need chains for. And this is something most people don't know either. Rarely, I mean, it's got to be really, really, really bad and deep to put chains on a plow truck here in town. And, and I mean that in all of the years I've done this, the only time I've ever had to chain up plow trucks was the big blizzard we had back in 06. Really? You, know, and you actually it, had to do that then? I had to, had to chain up plow trucks because it was just so bad. I mean, we got 40 inches of snow in you know less than a day. Yeah. That was a lot of snow. So, yeah, in that case, 
we chained up and yeah, but that's the only time in all of the years of doing this that, well, not the only, but one of the few times I can remember ever having to chain up a truck to go plow snow. Typically, uh, what happens on a plow truck, of course, is because you have a plow on the front and you're removing the snow in front of you, it's not necessarily that you're on bare pavement, but you're on close to bare pavement by the time you push the snow off and you got pretty good traction at that point. So you really don't need anything underneath you. And I've even been known, and I know this is not kosher, not the way it's supposed to work, but if the roads are really, really bad and they've plowed everything except for the off-ramp, if I'm getting off and it's super deep, will I drop my blade and push some things off to get off the off-ramp? I absolutely will. Sorry, CDOT, but if you're not going to do your job, I'll do it for you. Because yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure I get off the off-ramp just fine, and have I been known to do that? Absolutely. Do I ever do it going down a main road? Rarely have I ever had to even skim the top off of a main road to get someplace because typically even the cars have packed down things enough to where you can go from A to B. There's only been a couple of times ever uh, driving around where I've had to lower the blade to clear snow to have enough traction to get where I need to go. Typically, I can get where I'm going. And here's the other reason why that's the case, and most people don't realize this either. The snow plow on the front of a truck, adding all of that extra weight... You know, most snow plows will weigh up to 1,000 pounds plus. You're hanging all that off the front of the truck, which is adding a bunch of extra weight to the front end, which, by the way, is the biggest traction point on a four-wheel drive. So you're gaining a lot of extra traction on the truck in general, even with the plow not being down, because with it up, all that pressure, that added weight, is over that front axle. So the ability to go from A to B in a plow truck is much better than it would be if I didn't have the plow on the truck. I know that sounds odd, but it's typically why you can see plow guys running around keeping up with traffic just fine or even better because their their traction is much better than those trucks or cars running around that don't have that plow on the front. And on top of that, like in my case, I've got probably another 10, 50-pound bags of ice melt that I've got in the back, so I've added another 500 pounds in the back as well. To help even it out a little bit. And because I need the product. Yeah. So you're typically more than heavy enough to go around and do what you're needed, and on top of that, I don't use bald tires. So you're running around with also good, solid, snow-type tires to push snow with anyway, so... All of those factors combined is why I typically don't ever have to carry a set of chains. So do you do you prep? I'm just curious. Do you prep all your snow vehicles with chains then before the year starts? Mm, no, you, we'll you have, would go we get a few sets you, kicking around, or if it gets that deep, bad, we're covered. Yeah. But again, typically we're yeah. out during the storm. Well, anyway, yeah, you're going to so be caught up on it. Anyway, we're caught sorry. up. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So, so yeah, rarely are we going out after there's two feet of snow. Yeah, we're our, and if it gets that deep, we've got loaders and other things that will help sure, us sure. do what we need to do. So yeah, it's okay. typically not a big issue. So <laughs> we're a little bit unique that way. Yeah, but to answer that question, no, I don't because I'm not going to be traveling around anything but a plow truck anyways when it gets that bad, just as I a just, side yeah, note. So. I just don't go. Yeah, I don't have to. And most don't need to. So yeah. Mark in Denver, you're up. Go ahead. Well, gentlemen, how are you? I'm back from Germany in the Porsche factory. How did oh, things cool. go, Mark? I was terrified. <laughs> because? I mean, I was, at, well, the speed, uh, 150 miles an hour, 110 in the rain in Italy. Wow. And I think I still, I think I still got the shakes. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. But the trip, 
I have to tell you something about American drivers in Germany. They'd never survive. I mean, you have to really pay attention, be alert, and stay mm-hmm. in that left lane just to do your business, and you stay completely out if you're if you're not going to pass anybody. Completely out. Wow. But um, fuel over there was $13 a gallon. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. 13 so last- a gallon. Wow. Thirteen a gallon, and uh, Porsche does, is not kind on fuel. No, they are not. Good point. So the museum was fabulous, but the build quality of that car I had, you can have it. Really? Did not did not like the car. I had too much bing 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 dong 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 doon doon doon. Really? So much tech. It was so much tech on the, the car. It didn't feel like a sports car anymore. It just felt like I was driving a Ford. Really? I would have never guessed that, Mark. Well, I, it's the truth. I mean, I, it took, I had, of course, I couldn't uh, figure out how to shift it in reverse. It's got the little paddle thing. So I opened up the glove box, and of course, the manual is in complete German. So <laughs> fortunately, I, I, I had the wherewithal to get on YouTube and figure that out. But it's just, there's just so much tech. I mean, it just switches from one mode to the next. Um, I, I was greatly disappointed, but I did satisfy my urge about getting a new Porsche. I have no urge for it whatsoever. Uh, you know what? That's that's amazing. Which, really quick for everybody listening, Porsche 911 still the lowest depreciating vehicle you can buy today, Mark, as you know. Well, they yeah, they never lose money. In fact, my car has gone up to over 220000 my last year quote car. Wow. They never lose money, but the build quality is... Not the same. It's not the same. Are they fast? Yes. Do they break? Yes. Do they do everything well? Yes. But it's just when you shut the door, it doesn't have that thunk anymore. It just sounds generic. Interesting. I would have never guessed yeah. that. Yeah. So anyway, I don't want to belabor your, your audience, but just glad to be back in the USA driving a big a vehicle like this truck and happy to be here because over there, Speed is speed. I mean, I had Volkswagens on my tail at 130. Volkswagens. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said, too, is wow. Wow. You can't believe this. A, a diesel Volkswagen at 130, and he was inches behind me, and I and then I had solid trucks next to me, so I couldn't move over. Interesting. So that, was, that was a fun experience. I felt kind of ill. A lot of that trip is, you so know, you, but you, so, but you're you're not so you're not buying a new 911 is what I'm hearing you saying, right? Uh, absolutely, I'm not giving my old one up. I have an offer from a dealer to give me a brand new 911 plus cash for my old one. Wow. Okay. And I just, I, it's not the same build. It's not got the same. I, I don't know how to put it. it. Doesn't have the soul of an old one. Interesting. Good to know. I did see. I saw the first. Uh, Porsche at the factory museum, 1938, 40 horsepower and hit 90 miles an hour on the Autobahn in 1938. Amazing. A 40 horse, huh? Amazing. What was and, the rest of the and tour it, and everything like, Mark? Well, the food was exquisite. The beer was lethal. <laughs> uh, yeah, the German beer is marvelous. But uh, And they sell it at the truck stops over there in Germany. And they have chefs that work in the truck truck stops i mean they take their food very seriously over there interesting yeah very seriously yeah. it's not like driving over uh, and there was mcdonald's in germany the only people that were in mcdonald's in germany were young people all the elderly people are older I should say myself elderly too 
uh, we're at the, the restaurants on a on white tablecloth. It's it's a different a different lifestyle over there. Um, but driving, it, it takes six months to get your license, and your license costs two thousand dollars. Wow! So they take their driving very seriously over yeah, there. Yeah, they do. Um, we don't. You're caught, and that's my point. We don't. No, nope, we don't. Vest, Something happens, you have to put a safety vest up, you have to put combs on, and God forbid you ever get caught drinking and driving, it's a 10-year revelation of, of your license. You're, 10 ju- years. you're just done. I, I thought it was lifetime, but uh, it, 10 years. Huh? Makes sense. 10 years over there. Not so sure we said, shouldn't do that here, Mark. No, no. Well, yeah, I, I agree. So they said to us, please uh, refrain from drinking at lunch. I said, I had a lemonade because I was shaking so much. <laughs> That's hilarious. But you know what? It was it was just it's precision driving over there. There's no on the cell phone. They yeah, I was gonna say you're not texting and driving, phone. are you? It's two thousand dollar fine if they see with the cell phone. The the pull up, the police is called the pull up side. Two thousand. Wow. And you and they impound your car right on the spot. Wow. So it's a, it's serious business over there. Um, but like I said. Good things and bad things in the United States, driving-wise, but you know you're not compelled to go at that speed. Good to know. That's that's interesting, Mark. I, I'm I'm fascinated. That's great. It was interesting. A once in a lifetime trip. Yeah, I do it again. Uh, Italy was the drivers in Italy. They drive on sidewalks. They're crazy over there. <laughs> Austria, Austria was. Like the sound of music, it was so beautiful, <laughs> and everything was pristine there. But Italy, be careful over there. Yeah, they I've been drive, there. Literally, they drive on the sidewalks. Yeah, and, they, and their their vehicle quality in Italy is uh, most of those cars should be condemned, and trucks too. They're they're in such bad shape. Yeah, unless you're talking exotics, you are correct, as you know. Oh yeah, your basic transportation yep. in Germany. Every six months, they have to go through a safety inspection to be roadworthy, both passenger and commercial vehicles. Six months. Really? I did not know six that. Six months? Unbelievable. Yep, six months. And I mean, uh, truck drivers over there is, is not a profession that's looked down upon. They're, they're very much professionals. And the rigs they drive over there, um, it's a serious profession over there. Interesting. Good to know. And they have to be, they have to be certified. Yeah. Yeah. Every six months, they have to go through the certification process. Unbelievable. Amazing. Yep. Good to know. I didn't. All Mark, right, thank you. No, thank you, by the way. Yeah. I appreciate all that. I did not know any of that. Thank you for the info. Eric, Albert, you guys hang tight. We'll come right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, Yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. 
we welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. If you have a vehicle breakdown or accident, there's more to being towed than just having a guy with a big truck show up. If a vehicle isn't properly towed, it can make a bad situation worse, damaging your expensive vehicle. That's why our Napa Auto Care Center doesn't trust our valued customers to anyone else. We provide towing services done right 24-7. If you need a tow, call our Napa Auto Care Center. Find your nearest store at NapaOnline.com. Got too much debt but a low rate on your mortgage? Worried that rates aren't going to go down fast enough? Need relief now? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Before your property tax and homeowner insurance goes up, we can help you lower your monthly payments, pay off your debt, and lower the amount of interest you pay. We have been changing lives in Colorado for over 20 years. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, and let our experience continue to save you money. Want to downsize but can't qualify with a current mortgage and a new one? Been told you have to sell your house for the down payment? That debt ratio is too high? We can help. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Use your equity for the down payment and debts, qualify only on the new mortgage payment, and have no more contingency offers. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Our experience can save you money. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. NMLS 298-191, regulated by DORA, equal credit lender. Are you ready to revolutionize your ride? Look no further than Legacy Automotive Boulder, your one-stop destination for all your automotive needs. We're here to take your driving experience to the next level, whether you're an eco-warrior or a diesel enthusiast. We know you love the power and endurance of your diesel engine. At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we speak diesel fluently. Our skilled mechanics have years of experience in diesel service, repairs, and maintenance. From routine checkups to major overhauls, we've got you covered. We'll keep your diesel engine roaring with efficiency and provide you with the exceptional service you deserve. But that's not all. Legacy Automotive Boulder offers a range of services for all types of vehicles. From oil changes to brake repairs, tire rotations to transmission maintenance, we're here to ensure your ride performs at its peak. Our state-of-the-art facility is equipped with the latest diagnostic tools so you can trust our experts to accurately diagnose and fix any issue. And did we mention our commitment to satisfaction? At Legacy Automotive Boulder, we pride ourselves on delivering a five-star experience. From the moment you step through our doors, our friendly staff will greet you with a smile and provide personalized attention. We believe in transparency and integrity so you'll always know what services you need and why your satisfaction is our driving force so why wait experience the legacy automotive difference today just go to legacyautoboulder.com to book an appointment whether you're an ev enthusiast a hybrid aficionado or a diesel devotee we're here to keep you on the road with confidence legacy automotive boulder where expertise meets excellence have you ever thought about owning a classic car hot rod older truck or an out of the norm vehicle Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive.
drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679 and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Myself, Steve Horvath from Geno's Auto Service over in the Littleton area. If you need anything done to your vehicle, by the way, he is the place to go. Charlie Grimes, of course, our engineer. Eric, you have a question on plowing. Go ahead. Hey, John. Actually, more of a comment on it. Sure. In uh, 78, my grandfather back in Ohio bought a full-size blazer. And uh, at the time, he was working in the mills. And he decided, you know... I'm bored, need something to do in the mornings. So he went and, you know, got it set up for a plow. And then years later, about 88, he gave the vehicle to my dad and I. And my dad and I learned, you know, started doing plowing. On yeah. site. We did it for on and off for about 10 years. He, he Well, it's, it started off, you know, as, you know, just kind of as a, as a side thing in the winter. And then we started doing it regularly in the winter. And, yeah, I have fond memories of it of doing plowing and uh it's it's interesting people don't realize a lot of times you know what all is involved in plowing and just you know i've uh, when i was head of my homeowner association for several years we had homeowners saying well what you know they would comment about how much we would spend in the winter and they would say a couple people said well why don't we just buy our own vehicle and do our own plowing when and i and i asked one day i says well do you know how to plow well well it can't be that hard and I says, because uh, they used to complain about the fact that the insurance required, uh, our landscaper was required to stay three feet away from all vehicles when plowing. And they couldn't understand that. And I said, well, that's what the insurance requires. Well, that doesn't make sense. Why not just, you know, you know, maybe six inches, eight inches uh-huh. away? Good luck I said, on that. I, well, I told him, I said, what happens if I'm, like, cruising down the street plowing and, and hit an ice ball in, in the, the right. a foot away from your car, and now it's wedged under your car right or it bounces off the side of your car or what happens if it's two o'clock in the morning and i'm plowing and i don't see a chunk of ice in the road and i catch it with a tire and it jerks me into your car right 
oh, you know, they don't think about that. Right. And then the other part part was uh, when you just start discussing how much does a plow really cost? And and somebody said, well, you know, what's the cost? And I said, well, I said, at the time we talked about it, I said, well, a, a decent condition. Let's say we buy a used pickup. I says, we're probably talking 15 grand, let's say minimum for a three-quarter ton pickup. I says, four-wheel drive. I says, then we're going to have to buy the plow assembly. I said, that's another five. I says, and because of our requirements, we would have to have a, a spreader also. I said, so there's another five. Uh, and you're low on that. It's now about 75 and 75. <laughs> yeah, but that was 10 years ago. Exactly. So, we were, so it's way higher than that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that was 10 years ago we were looking at it. I, I says, and then there's gas and the insurance. <laughs> and maintenance. I says, and maintenance. And, and, well, I, that was the last thing I brought up was, I says, then there's maintenance. I says, and let me tell you from experience, the hydraulics on snow plows fail regularly. Correct. And they don't fail in the middle of summer when the vehicles park. No, they do they not. Fail when it's, they fail when it's 15 degrees outside and snowing. That is correct. Ices, and then you're done plowing until the plow repair shop opens at 8 a.m. and you get to call them and say, hey, can you get me in today to fix my vehicle? And maybe they can. Right. Maybe they can't. I says, and when it breaks, nobody's getting any plowing done. So you're SOL. And and they and you know and it's like okay makes sense and then here recently now I've been off my board for a couple of years there was a discussion about it again and I just started laughing and I says and I asked them I says uh, which of you guys know how to plow well it can't be that hard to learn and I just I just shook my head and told my wife I said if they buy their own plow I said we're moving because <laughs> I, I don't I said I don't trust any of these board members to drive a plow. I says, heck, I said, a couple of them I don't even trust to drive. but uh, It's not as easy as it looks. It, no, it is not. It is definitely Coming from somebody that itself. trains folks, you know, pretty much every year how to do this, it's, it's um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, I, and even on the speed side, Eric, it's hard to even get newbies to be fairly quick and make them profitable at the end of the day, because if they're not quick and profitable, then why have them in the driver's seat? And no, it's not as easy as it looks. Yeah, and it's and, and then you get some of the ones that get cruising down the road, and uh, I I see guys all the time cruising down the highway when it's seventy five degrees out in the winter, with a blade on doing seventy five miles an hour down the highway, and I'm like, God, I'd love to be your cooling system. Oh yeah, yeah, and, that, and that's another thing people forget is you, you, you in those particular situations, you, you know, even on like you say a fifty sixty degree day with the plow on. I saw that this past week, and I'm thinking, you okay? Number one, why? Number two. You're not helping your entire truck and, to your point, yeah. Eric, cooling system and so on by doing what you're doing. And and most of them don't even know that you can even adjust the blade accordingly as you're driving to even get some more airflow in, and yet most of them don't even know that, Eric. Yeah, but uh, regarding your question last week about a ve- you know something you would uh, you can't live without on a new vehicle. Yes. Uh, heated seats. I, I was I had to think <laughs> no, about. That's, I my wife would my wife would second that one, Eric. Yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing. So here, here's a funny side story to this. So I used to think you were lazy to buy heat, have a car with heated seats. I'm like, what, why bother? It's not like you're, like you're going to freeze to death when you get in the car. And uh, in, in, when my wife and I got married in 96, in 98, her little Bronco 2 she was driving threw a rod, and I, and I had to rush pick her up a vehicle, and we found a couple-year-old Pathfinder. 
with heated leather seats. Right. And I told her, I said, well, you're not allowed to use, I, I said something. She's like, ooh, what's this? And, you know, she was telling me one day how great they were. I'm like, why? What do you need heated seats for? But it's so nice. Oh, that's so great in the morning when I'm leaving for work at, at 3 a.m. I'm like, quit being so lazy. Well, fast forward in 2004 when I bought her her 01 Audi, um, that had, the heated seats in that had a six-position setting. Hmm. And one day my wife comes home and she says, something's burning in the car. Oh, boy. I, I think I've even shared this story before on the radio. Uh, she came home and she says, something's burning in the car. And I go, what do you mean? She goes, there's a burning smell. I says, okay. So I go out, I get in the car, turn the key on, and I, don't, I start the car up and I don't smell anything. And I go to back out of the driveway, and before I got out of the driveway, my butt was roasting. And I reached down, and I looked, and she had it on six. And I oh. immediately turned it off. And I got out of the, I pulled back in the driveway, and she's standing. I walked up, put my hand on her butt, and I says, hmm, charbroiled flesh. And she's like, and I says, does your butt feel a little warm? Yeah. I said, does it feel like really, really warm? She goes, yeah. I said, the burning smell was your flesh because you had the heated seats on six. Wow. Well, when I, my Dakota didn't have heated seats. When I bought my Frontier, it has heated cloth seats. And that's about the third winter day I drove it to work. Even when I bought it, I was like, I'll never use the heated seats. And I come out one morning, it was cold, and I turned the heated seats on. And by the time I got to work, and I have a 15-mile drive. By the time I got to work, I was like, I will never buy another vehicle without heated seats. Can't argue that. I, yep. I, I now realize what I missed. Yep, can't argue that. Good one. Eric, I got to run. Appreciate you, man. Uh, Albert, hang tight. We're going to take a break. We'll come right back. couple lines open, 303-477-5600. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Okay, your week is crazy. Your local Napa Auto Care Center understands. That's why we're open Saturday and Sunday for your convenience. Get that oil change you've been putting off way too long. Be done with those squeaky brakes that are on your last nerve. We get it. Our Napa Auto Care Center is opened all weekend when you maybe don't have soccer, dance class, or a late meeting at work. Call for a weekend appointment now. We're NapaOnline.com. Napa know-how. You listen to Drive Radio because you have a lot of questions about your car. You have questions about what kind of oil to use, what the best tires are, where to get the best parts. But have you ever asked what will happen to your car after you die? Did you know that if you don't have a will that specifically states what will happen, a probate judge will order your family to split your car evenly? And because you can't cut up a car into pieces, your family will be forced to sell it and just split the money. According to Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, it is estimated that two out of three people don't have a proper will in place. And oftentimes, things like your favorite classic car are accidentally forgotten completely. Michael understands that the only way to be absolutely certain that all of your final wishes will be honored is to take a small amount of time to talk about it. 720-394-6887. 720-394-6887. Call Michael Bailey, the mobile estate planner, right now to set up a free consultation and make absolutely sure that you don't leave anything to chance. Few things are life-changing. Your wedding day, the birth of a child, an oil change. Wait, what? 
Yes, an oil change can change your life if it comes with a peace of mind that if your engine, including the fuel system, fails, you're covered for life. The BG Performance Oil Change comes with free lifetime protection for your engine and fuel system. Find a shop near you at BGFindAShop.com. That's BGFindAShop.com. BG. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. Did you know that chip can be fixed? But who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972. And it still leads the industry in cutting-edge technology, backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company. While other glass repair services offer limited warranties, or worse, none at all, you can trust the original Novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield. Find a Novus location near you by going to any of our websites, ready-radio.com, drive-radio.com, or fixitradio.com. Just click on the Novus link. That's Novus Autoglass. Are you tired of those unsightly sunken concrete areas around your property? Look no further than Raise Tech Concrete Leveling. Proudly serving the Colorado and surrounding communities, we understand the unique challenges posed by clay-rich soils. Does your garage or basement floor show signs of settling? Even those finished basements can experience issues, but don't worry. Our solution can save you both time and money compared to costly replacements. Introducing our revolutionary high-density polyurethane foam injection. We use a DOT-approved formula that's trusted on highways, ensuring top-tier quality for your project. While we can't fix structural issues, we can tackle a wide range of sunken concrete problems. And here's the best part. Our process is quick and hassle-free. Our expert team offers free inspections, taking just about 15 minutes of your time. One great thing is you don't even have to be home for the inspection. We want to ensure your complete satisfaction. Ready to take the first step toward a more even, safe, and beautiful property? Call Chadwick Gardner today at 970-682-5129. That's 970-682-5129. Race Tech Concrete Leveling. Lifting your concrete, lifting your spirits. Don't settle for sunken concrete any longer. Call us now at 970-682-5129. All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Appreciate y'all joining us. Lines open, 303-477-5600. Albert, you're next. Hi, John. How we doing, Albert? I'm enjoying the show as usual. Enjoying the callers. Thank you. The, the feedback. But uh, I just thought, you know, you were talking about you do. You were, you, you've, uh, I guess, got into snow removal now? Is it, is oh, I've been doing that for... <laughs> Long time, I mean, for years, Albert, you know, sold snow plows, installed them, worked on them, did all of that. And then, of course, I've had a company where we've done snow removal for the past, I don't know, 20-plus years. So, yeah, pretty pretty heavily into it, yes. Okay, I can relate to you. I did snow removal for uh, about 26 years out at Stapleton and DIA. Okay. Did you really? Awesome. Running, running up and down Pena, the runways, parking lots, you name it. There you go. I can tell you some funny stories. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I think all of us that are plow drivers, A, because we're out in the middle of the night when nobody else hardly is, and we just get a chance to see things that, you know, nobody else, frankly, gets to see, Albert. And just some of the knucklehead moves, too, that happen in the middle of the night from people just still amaze me. John, we would line up in three. Going, I would work a lot from the, from the, uh, about the, uh, Tower Road into the airport, okay. and we'd be, we'd be lined up at three, 
and there's cars trying to get in between us, trying to go around us. I mean, you know, there's six inches of snow on the ground, and they, you, you know, I would look through my mirrors. You can see them doing 360s behind us because they just won't wait and let us do our job. You know, <laughs> holy smokes, it's just people are funny. People are. Yeah, uh, and, and you know, and, and really quick, back to Eric's comments about you know how close do you get to vehicles, and everybody wants you to be close. And it's like you know, even even in our case, Albert, we instruct all of our guys that you know we want you to stay a good you know four or five feet away from any car. Uh, yeah, could you get a lot closer? Sure, but is the risk of having any yeah. kind of damage or things come from getting closer? Is it worth the risk? And the answer is. No, it's not. Now, personally, will I get a little closer at times? Well, it's me, and I'm the owner, and I'm driving, and yes, I can sometimes get a little bit closer, but typically when I've got my guys out in trucks, no, no, I'm not going to have them get any closer, no. I'm going to tell you one quick story before I get into what I want to ask. Sure, you're fine. Out there at the the maintenance center where we would park, and then they'd have these little bobcats that go in, you know, and tear stuff out, you know. All this one kid, he'd only been there about, he might have just got off probation. Well, he's trying to do a really good job. He's on a bobcat. And you know those bobcats, they can get away from you. Oh, yeah. You know that. Oh, yeah. He's a jerk. Well, he, was, he got too close to a car. He was trying to get the, stick the blade under the car and then bring it back out with snow on it. Oh, no. And he got in, and he, he started jerking. And well, it was a truck, and that truck had a, it had a hitch on it. So when he was coming up, you know, he lost control coming up he grabbed that hitch and he started slamming that truck into the car both cars oh no (laughs) no oh man like a like a demolition derby oh yeah and it was a the one of them was a brand new bmw it was somebody higher up in the office oh no had it there and what they call denver pd out there and they that car was so new it wasn't even registered yet the cops didn't know whose it was oh no oh no (laughs) Yeah, that is not a good plow day, Albert, as you know. No, 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 no. And, and you know, and, and seriously, that's why even in you know in our case, we just you know, we tell all of our our people, you just I don't care. You know, I know a lot of people want you to get closer. They even come out and even ask you. Bottom line, you can't for all the reasons you just said. Just not going to happen. Yep. No, you're, you're if you want trouble. it that close, move your car. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, oh, I want to get back to get to my main question. Sure. No, car. go right ahead. It's off subject about, uh, but you know the Auto Nation. You know we've been here about there all over in the you know dealership. No, they're nationwide. They, that, it's a publicly held company, so yeah, they're nationwide. So are they buying into these? Uh, what do I want to say? These dealerships? Or are they partnering with them? They buy them. Buying them? No, they buy them. They're, they're really? again. They're a. I don't know where they sit in the you know grand scheme of things, stock market wise, how big they are. But no, they're they're a very large dealer group. One of the largest, if not. The largest dealer group in the nation, Albert. Oh, I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I just started seeing pop, uh, pop up. In fact, uh, we bought my wife's car from one, and I just, you know, the uh, salesman didn't, didn't didn't know much about it. But so they know, they have three hundred locations, twenty states, twenty four thousand employees to service you. Okay, so what happened to like to to our local dealerships? So they own them now, like uh, what I want to say. Like the LA dealerships years ago, AutoNation bought those from. Uh, John Elway, and then any others that you see their name on. Yeah, they have put a deal together with whoever the prior owner or, or ownership group oh, okay. was, and they now own those, yes. The AutoNation, okay. by the way, was started by uh, Wayne Huizinga. He was the owner of um, the big trash company back in the day, 
And uh, yeah, they are, and, and they are also, uh, I believe, they also own some of the rental car companies as well, Albert. I'd have to look all that up and see, but yeah, it's okay. a very large business. Okay, no, I'm just curious. I, I, I noticed. I don't. Re, uh, and by the way, Wayne, Wayne owned Republic Trash Services for years as well. Made okay. a lot of money back in the day. I thought he yeah. had. I know he had a baseball team too. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a billionaire. His kid now is. And, and by the way, I will say this: great family. Uh, his his kid's a great Christian guy and has a, has a great testimony of things that they've done through the years and so on. So I'm not I'm not bad mouthing them at all. But yeah. it is now a publicly traded company. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Miami yeah, Dolphins and they started Blockbuster back in the day or or owned Blockbuster. When you said Zinga, I was thinking of Miami right away. But yeah. 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 Okay. No, that's good. I just just curious. I didn't know how this. No, no, they they do. I just looked it up. They do twenty five point eight billion dollars in twenty twenty one. They did twenty six point nine nine last year. Wow. Net wow. income wow. was roughly a billion eight last year. Wow. That's a little. That's a little bit more than you and me. Maybe. A little more than you and me. So yeah, they were founded in nineteen ninety six. They've been buying dealers. Along the way, and again, I I will have to double check, but I top of my head, I don't know that there's a larger dealer group than them. I mean, there's some guys like Hendrix and others that own fairly large dealer groups as well, but I believe Auto Nation is the largest, Albert, when it comes it's to new car dealers. Okay, okay. Now, I'll just just uh, just curious, you know. I, I figure I I've been meaning to give you a call for about two three weeks, but. I bounce around and I don't stay on your program. No, that's okay. I appreciate you doing that. And yeah, no, it's a great question, by the way. A lot of folks. Uh, and I just looked up the ten largest dealer groups. Let me look this up really quick. Since we're talking and nobody else is well, called I, in at this point, I, let Albert, me do I want to say thank you for the cool stories too. I mean, that's the other well, thing we, we get so much out of this on a Saturday. For and, and I and I was wrong. So CarMax, which isn't new, so I should go to the new site. So CarMax overall largest. Okay. Number two, okay. number two is Penske Group. Now they are new, so Penske's even bigger than Auto Nation. Lithia Motors okay. is number three. Auto Nation number four. Interesting. Wow. So I mean, the rest of these dealerships that are, I guess, kind of make it on their own. That's well, they're not on their own. They're just in the pit. There, yeah, well, you know, you take like, um, oh, like the Shaw, well, like Emick Chevrolet. Yeah, you know, right. that yeah. you know, Fred Emick owns Emick Chevrolet and the dealer group that he has mm-hmm. here, the three or four different stores that he's got. I think it might be more than that, four or five stores. That's all Fred Emick. Okay, yeah, yeah, I understand. Like DeLong, too, I see them all up, up, up and down. And, and as I said earlier, Hendrick, which is, of course, big, big in racing and so on, they're number seven, so they're a large group as yeah. well. Okay, there's I'm going to leave you guys with an old expression, you know, with the rest of these auto, uh, Auto groups that are left resistance is futile. Oh, uh, you are right. The same thing, but it's happening even in the automotive repair side. Albert, a lot of too. dealers or a lot of uh, a lot of groups are buying up auto repair shops as we as we speak and consolidating as well right now. Okay, I'm going to tell you just a quick story. I, I did I do heating and air conditioning. Air conditioning. That's okay. what I do. And I'm yeah. I'm retired. Years ago, this is back ah, about 20 years ago. Wall Street always has a better idea to make money. Yep. So they, they they were buying mechanical companies, small ones, and trying to make money out of it. They bought a few here in Denver. And uh, what they would do would go in and say, you know, some of these good mechanics, guys you know, that knew HVAC mechanics that knew what they were doing, they would say, well, you make too much money. So, I mean, these guys are clueless. Yep. So the guys that were making too much money quit and went to somebody else. Yep. They lost. They lost their tails off all over the country. Yeah, that that particular model doesn't always work, does it? 
No, it doesn't. No, it All doesn't. right, Albert, I'll leave it with that. we got to close things out. Appreciate it, by the way. Thanks for calling in. Steve Horvath, Geno's Auto Service. Give him your phone number oh. and how to get hold of you. Oh, 303-794-6700. Guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Don't forget Rush to Reason on Monday as well, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Otherwise, have a fabulous rest of your day. Sportsman of Colorado coming up next. Myself, Steve Horvath, and Charlie Grimes signing off. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.